Dr. Lars Dingman, the iTunes Psychic. Subscribe for free iTunes Psychic, a top 10 iTunes podcast at iTunes Psychic on Facebook. Benvenidos, Patty. How are you? Oh, I didn't realize that you were uh, multilingual. Bilingual or I don't know how many languages you speak, <laughs> but I assume it's multilingual. I'm not. Actually, I was uh, at a uh, Rosetta Stone event tonight. People were speaking in tongues, and I was regressing them through past lives. Oh, see, and that must be scary for people, because a lot of people religiously don't want to believe that there's that's a, even a possibility. Well, it's more than a possibility, Patty. It's a reality, and uh, some people, you're right, they react very uh, uh, negatively and adversely to the knowledge that they were uh, had lived on this earth before, mostly because some of the lives were very pedestrian. You know, everyone thinks, oh, if I lived a past life, I was uh, Nero, Emperor of Rome, <laughs> made pencils in Pennsylvania in the 1700s. Fair enough. I, I had someone read my palm and tell me they could see that I had past lives and that I was very cruel to people in a past life oh. as some sort of educator or somebody in, in power, like an authority figure, and that uh, my penance for this life was to serve others and to, and that's why I'm an entertainer is because I kind of have to do, I have to be a monkey for others. Well, but that is, how is it penance? You bring laughter, uh, probably often, into people's lives. <laughs> We have a, a listener on the line who wants to uh, share the songs on her shuffle. Hi, Kathy. How are you doing? Okay, how are you? We're very good. We have Dr. Lars Dingman on the line. Doctor, this is Kathy. Hello, Kathy. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm excellent. Now, you know the rules. You tell me the last three songs that your iPad or your iPhone randomly played, and I will predict your future based on the song. I had the boy. You had the man. It randomly played A Woman Like You, and then I switched over, and it, played, it just happened to have played. Bad Romance by Lady Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> It's Sounds like you're going to a swinger party. What's going on, Kathy? What I'm sensing here, Kathy, is that there is a, a turmoil in your romantic life at the moment, yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, there's some strife, some, uh, some uh, complications, some deception, and you're searching for answers. Wow, yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, You're right. I also see that the, uh, some of this deception has been perpetrated on you, but you've also done some perpetrating yourself, Kathy. <laughs> I plead the fifth. <laughs> the reading is better, Kathy, if you're honest with me. I'm just a flirt. I don't do anything more than just flirt. Touching involved with the flirting. <laughs> Yeah, that's a yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to be a psychic to know that <gasps> is a yes. <laughs> How long have you been married, Kathy? Um, almost four years. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's the problem? I know what the problem is. I can see it. I want to hear what you think the problem is. I, I don't know. Maybe it's our work schedule. He works during the day. I'm at work right now at night. Right. I, you, I, you work in the uh, you work in the service business, yes. I'm a security officer. Who do you flirt with? Are you a security guide? Criminals? <laughs> no, no, no. I work for a trucking outfit. So you're flirting with truckers? <laughs> On the CB well, or in the person? In person. It's not really. I don't know. I'm just very friendly. I'm a very friendly person. You know what the difference between friendly and flirty is, Kathy? I don't know. Making out behind the dumpster. <laughs> Do you believe that you've had a past life in the past before? I think I have. What do you think you were? I don't know. 
Mm-hmm. I'm afraid to even think of what I could have been. Well, I don't fear, know. Fear is fear is completely useless, Kathy. First of all, let me tell you that there's no reason to, to, to not do things uh, because of fear. I, unless it's, you know, sleep on a railroad track. That's the good fear. But the fear of a discovery is, is ridiculous. I'm picturing... Uh, I'm picturing... Uh, I, I'm picturing crayons. In a past life, where you were, I think maybe you were like a a, a kindergarten teacher. Wow. Okay. That's why I like kids. Yes. There you go. <laughs> and 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 perhaps uh, do you have children in this present lifetime? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, when was how old are they? Forty and thirty. <laughs> when was the last time you bought them crayons? <laughs> Oh, about 20 years ago? Yeah, I think maybe they need some crayons from their mother. Uh, do me a favor. Uh, get a box of the 64 crayons with the sharpener in the back. You know the ones I mean? It's the Cadillac of crayons, Kathy. Hello, John. How are you? Doctor, it's great to talk to you. Thank you. Pleasure to talk to you, my friend. Absolutely. We, uh, you do some amazing work. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a vessel. I'm an instrument. I, I don't ever claim that uh, this is uh, what I see or what I perceive is of my own volition. It's a, it's a vision that I have been gifted with, and uh, I feel it is my duty to uh, share it with the world. And you've had this power your whole life, I assume, right? No, no, it's only been uh, the last, uh, I would say, five years. Uh, are you familiar with the uh, the inventor Nikola Tesla? Yes, absolutely. Uh, when he died in New York City in the 1944, uh, within hours of his death, the FBI swooped into his room at the Hotel New Yorker and confiscated all his notebooks. And of course, you know, he was famous for... For, uh, groundbreaking uh, uh, investigations and inventions in electricity. He invented alternating current. Uh, he was able to transmit energy wirelessly, mm-hmm. was going to give away free electricity to everyone. And people thought he was a crackpot, he was in love with a pigeon, but he had a lot of great ideas, and those notebooks uh, disappeared into the government. Mm-hmm. And in uh, uh, 2011, uh, someone uh, who I cannot reveal the identity of uh, was able to get me a Xerox copy of two of his notebooks. So oh. smuggled them out of the government, uh, and uh, I was able to read the uh, private journals of Nikola uh, Tesla, and one of... The, the, the chapters in his book dealt with uh, vibration and, and how we are all uh, simply uh, frozen energy. Mass is frozen energy. The whole world is vibration. And he uh, intuited a way where vibration, being sound, being energy, it bridges all different realities. And you, it basically you can become a time machine and you can see the past and the future by tuning into these vibrations. So I have been practicing. And I memorized them, the the Xerox pages, and I burned them. Uh, This all exists in my head now. It's a technique that I use, and I'm able to to use these musical titles to tune in like a fingerprint on someone and see their future or their past.
been waiting for a few minutes. Hello, Paul. Hey, Paula. Paula. Hi, Paula. Hello. Uh, God love you for staying up late and calling to speak with me uh, in an effort to divine your future. Perhaps your past. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Well, I could use a little help. There's no okay. telling what you're going to tell me. Mm, okay. That's true. That is. Uh, tell me the last three songs that your your digital musical device randomly played and that you heard. Well, that I recently heard on the radio, basically. Um, Petula Clark, I Know a Place. Mm-hmm. Um, Thomas Hampton uh, sang Shenandoah. And um, Billy Joel, My Life. Oh. oh. Do you have a radio from 1982? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. I uh, <laughs> Shenandoah goes even further back. Uh, it does, as a matter of fact. I see that you are going on a trip. Mm. I see that you are you, you are going to be going to a verdant uh, valley. Are you going camping? Or I like to be outdoors. Yes, I'm picking that up. You're very much an outdoor. Uh, I don't want to say a flower not child. Not yes, not yes. I'm seeing uh, I'm seeing uh, very toned calves, and you like uh, you like the uh, fresh air and logs and green clear uh, green grass clear water. Do you have a trip? Planned in the next, I'm going to say, two weeks to some sort of outdoor event or activity? Um, it's not so specific. It's just that I'm planning to be outdoors a lot and take advantage of the last days of summer by going to places just in Chicago, like Mountain well, Lincoln Park, you mm-hmm. know, that type in, of In a past life, Paula, you were a doe, a female deer. Mm-hmm. And you are going to have some sort of communion with a, uh, a squirrel or a badger on your next outdoor adventure. Look him directly in the eye and you will recognize an uncle from a past life. Uh, don't touch the animal, but just feel that communion and continue to enjoy the outdoors as much as you possibly can. It's where you belong. It's where, where is your home. It's another week of Men in the Middle with Jim Patrick. I'm Steve Putney. Last year, January 9th, Jim, we had this gentleman come on. He is back with us, and we are going to uh, we're going to do some predictions. We're going to do some psychic stuff. Dr. Lars Dingman. Lars, thanks for being back with us. Uh, gentlemen, it is a uh, pleasure to be back on the air with you two guys. I had a great time uh, last year, from what I recall, and I'm hoping for more this year. Oh, man, we, it was one of my favorite shows that, that we did last year. We kicked off the year with it. So, Lars, you do a radio show, also a podcast. You read people what's going on in their life, their future, their past, stuff like that. And you've got kind of an unusual twist to that because you use music. If you want to explain real quick what you do, and then we're going to give people an example of what you do. A lot of people do not believe in psychic phenomenon because they think it's all hocus pocus uh, BS. And that, to be sure, there are a lot of people that call themselves psychics that are complete BSs, right? Uh, the scientific underpinning for what I do is the universe operates on vibrational energy. If you know anything about the standard model of uh, atomic physics, electrons, protons, neutrons, they're vibrating right, with energy. Music is a vibration. Uh, Light is a vibration. So vibration is the underlying reality of the known universe. And as such, I've deduced, uh, based on some uh, leaked 
copies of Nikola Tesla's journal that was sent to me almost a decade ago now. It's a way that the universe can communicate with each individual. So what I've found works for me is people tell me the last three songs that they randomly heard driving down the street, getting into an elevator at the doctor's office, whatever it is. And those three songs, the song titles, they give to me. And from those, that opens up a channel for me and I'm able to see what's happening in their future and their past, where they are, where they're going. This works uh, for me. It's, it's an experience most people can understand. You know, you've been at a stoplight and you'll hear a song in the car next to you and, oh, my God, that's a sad song and I'm going through this breakup right now and it's exactly, oh, it's you think it's a coincidence. There, there, there are no coincidences. The universe wants every person to be the best version of themselves uh, that they can be. So when you're on the right track, the universe can keep you on the right track. Where you're in the wrong track, sometimes these song titles uh, emerge and uh, slap you in the face and I can kind of decode their meaning and give that to the person and hopefully uh, help them uh, change the, the trajectory of their lives. If you All know. right. Hello. That is my lovely wife, Brianna. And Lars, we're going to have you read her. She has three songs. Hi, Lars. This is all you. Take it from here. All right. So the last three songs you randomly heard, Brianna. The last three songs I randomly heard were Sweet Judy Blue Eyes. I don't remember the artist on that one. That it, would be uh, Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young. Yes. And um, Dream On by Aerosmith. And um, then 2009 by Mac Miller. And it's sweet, by the way. It's S-U-I-T-E. It is not sweet as in candy. Correct. Uh, uh, so a sweet, a sweet is an assemblage of several disparate things uh, that are put together in a pleasing way. Dreams. Uh, things that happen in dreams don't happen in real life because uh, logic, as we understand it, doesn't hold sway in dreams. So you can have an assemblage of different experiences that make sense in dreams that wouldn't necessarily make sense in real life. And 2009, that's almost a decade ago. That's past. I, I'm seeing that these three songs, you're, you're, you're I'm not going to say you're confused. I'm going to say that you're going through some sort of uh, reappraisal in your life. You're, you're, you're worried about what the future holds in a, a kind of a profound way. And you're, you're, you, you've been taking stock of uh, your life. I, I feel like I'm seeing a whirlpool. Like you feel like you're caught in a, uh, some sort of repetitive cycle. You don't feel that you're moving forward like a rocket. You're, you're, you're caught in this dream uh, state. Is there, some, is there a big decision in your life that you're thinking about uh, one way or the other? Like a new job or a, a location change or something like that? Kind of. There are a couple career paths, a um, couple ideas of career paths that I've been toying with for the past year or so. So, yeah. Yeah, and there's nothing that's, there's no one idea or one path that is presenting itself as the clear, obvious choice. Correct. And I see that you're approaching it in a very clear-eyed, blue-eyed way. Uh, you're a very uh, uh, logical thinking person and you're evaluating a bunch of different opportunities, but there's no slam dunk. True or false? True. Okay. I think the key song here is Dream, right? 2009, that's rearview mirror. That's things that have happened to you in the past and I think you're afraid of making, uh, you, you had a large mistake that you made in your past that you're worried about making again. True or false? True. That's what that is. Here's the good news. 
you know how you screwed up last time, so you should be able to avoid it this time. <laughs> hopefully, right? yes. Right? Actually, definitely not hopefully. You know, you know, when the phone rings, when you're ironing, and you answer the iron the first time, I'll give you that one. If you answer the iron the second time, uh, you know, Shame get someone else to iron. Yeah. <laughs> Jim. When you said whirlpool, I thought you was about to date the tidy bowl man. <laughs> well, that would go with the blue. So that's your past. You're worried about doing that. You're, you're too smart to make the same mistake twice. Dream. That's the key. You have several. I'm seeing three viable paths forward career-wise for you. And this is, I'm feeling very much that this is a career reading. Your personal life uh, seems pretty solid and good. True or false? True. Of course, if it sucked, you wouldn't say so now because your husband's right next to you. (laughs) So I'm seeing that this is a professional, uh, something to do with your career. And dream is the key. Dream on. The universe is telling you, what do you really want to do? If you can have any job, any uh, career in the world, what would be the one that makes you the happiest? Whatever that one thing, that's what you should do. That's the message that the universe is giving you. And again, sweet Judy Blue Eyes. A suite is four or five different rooms, right? Right. You have you have a plethora of choices, which makes it hard. You know, sometimes uh, people, they want to be a mailman from the time they're six years old. They go and they be a mailman and they have a great life and they enjoy it. You have several options, so it's difficult. So I think it boils down to what would be your dream job. And if the rational part of your brain is the part that's saying, oh, I can't do that because uh, I'll never succeed, because I won't make enough money, because my friends will laugh at me. Whatever the becauses are, if it's going to be your dream job, that's what you do. Does that make sense to you? Yes, it does. Thank you. That was mm-hmm. wonderful. <laughs> that is. Uh, now, if you, if you want to get specific about your choices, we could do that, but I'm sensing that you'd rather not. Well, I would rather not here, but elsewhere... That would be cool. Like an Applebee's or something. Yeah, <laughs> Applebee's is always well, good. Well, um, Applebee's, yeah, I mean. There's always the buffet at Golden Corral. With oh, me. Red Lobster. Oh. oh, no, but who am I kidding? My seafood has to be fresh. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how much time Steve and Jim have here. I would well, love to we, get uh, into we, it. We, but we need, to, we need to move on. I just wanted to give an example of what Lars did. What I'd like to do is talk about the last time that you were on, real quick, okay. that you thought we were going to get to a more rational uh, thinking in the country, um, kind of the beginning of the age of Aquarius. Are you still kind of seeing that? Are you getting an idea that people are still going to find a way to come together? Yes. I I think, uh, if anything, this past year has been even more uh, uh, distracting and uh, more, a lot of friction, a lot of people fighting over stupid things. And I think it comes from the top down. And I, I think what's going to happen in this next year is it's going to get a little bit worse. And then uh, one of two things is going to happen. Either America will roll over and die and just give up and stop paying attention or good people of all parties will say, you know what? Enough is enough. Uh, And people will come together, insist on responsible leaders behaving responsibly. Lars, do you think we could find two one from each party that are reasonable people? His, you know what? I, the, the, the that that was a joke, Lars. I know that joke. Exactly. It's a joke. It is you know a what? joke. It is a joke. What What has happened is the. It's again. It all goes back to vibration. Radio 
radio waves of vibration, correct? Absolutely. And what's happened is there's, there's so much money involved and available to people that separate people. We have to get over that. Give us one proclamation. You've got 30 seconds. Donald Trump will not be president 365 days from today. Wow. You're back with Men in the Middle, Jim Patrick and myself, Steve Putney. Our guest this week, Dr. Lars Dingman, psychic extraordinaire. I want to talk about the predictions that you made at the time that we were talking. We were in a mess with North Korea, if you remember. We were wondering whether they were going to drop the bomb. And you said that you thought that North Korea would actually not drop the bomb, that somehow or another they would find some way to be harmonious and, and begin to talk. And you were accurate with that, sir. Right. And no one would have believed that there would have been talks, right, a year ago. This is before uh, Pompeo even went over to North Korea. Uh, 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 but uh, thank God that's what happened. Yeah, no kidding. It was pretty tense, man. It was yeah. pretty tense. And then the other thing is you said you saw the uh, Chinese and the Russians kind of filling the void that was out there being created in the world. And that is actually from an economic standpoint and otherwise kind of what has taken place. So you were accurate on that one as well. Certainly the the trade alliance in Asia uh, came together and uh, I was hot. You were you were on your show. Here are the top three songs from 2018. Let's see what you can divine about 2019 on this. The first one is by Judas Priest. It's Lightning Strike. It's the number one song. The number two songs, and I guess it's uh, Pansini at the disco. Is that it? The song is High Hopes. The third song is No Tears Left to Cry by Ariana Grande. So those are your three songs, the top three songs in 2018. What does that tell you about 2018 and 2019 coming, Lars? Well, uh, for 2019, as we were just discussing, uh, I, I feel that the country has to hit bottom before things are going to get better or completely fall apart. And I, I, I'm an optimist. Logically, I, I think, you know, America is filled with great Americans of every political stripe and color and race. Uh, I, I, I'm seeing something in March again uh, that is going to be the obvious. OK, it's not going to get any worse than this moment. I, I do not see Donald Trump as president of the United States on December 31st, 2019. Lars, this is Jim. I'm hearing a song in my head, and I don't know why it's there right now. Okay. It's an old Beatles song. Mm-hmm. And I believe John Lennon was the one that wrote it and sung it. Come together over me. Right. Right. Why am I hearing that? Uh, because that's what we need. And as members of the media... You guys have an important role, right? People, again, it's it's comical, but it's all about vibration. You guys are sitting in two different cities. You're talking into a piece of metal. And those vibrations, those the vibrations of the, the diaphragms in your microphones are amplified and digitized and then shot out all over America. And people hear them, you know, the, the bones in their ear vibrate. And then that turns into an idea. That's a very powerful thing. And you can be a force for bringing people together. Now, let me ask you, Lars, were were the Beach Boys futurist, you know, uh, the song Good Vibrations? Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's it's as I understand the universe, uh, you know, people uh, say Jesus was the savior. Some people say Muhammad. Some people say Buddha. There are enlightened beings that are reincarnated throughout time that rise 
to the top of whatever's happening in the world at that time. Gandhi was one. I think John Lennon was an incarnation of that same uh, 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 person. I mean, what did Jesus do? Jesus stood up on a mountain and preached because that was the way to reach masses of people 2,000 years ago. What did John Lennon do? He stood up on a bandstand and recited poetry to music and it reached every person in the, you know, the entire world. And it changed people. And what was John's message? Peace and love. Happiness is a warm gun. And then he is assassinated by a gun. I, I, I just see him as, as the next incarnation of that soul. And I think the world is waiting for that next person who can unpolarize the world and come together. Hey, Steve, what are your three songs? What are my three songs? Okay, what I did is, because of the fact that I was busy doing news stuff all day, I didn't really get a chance to listen to any music. I came home, and I've got a, an incredible musical file in digital in my computer. And what I did is I just randomly started pointing and clicking, and I came up with three songs. And here they are, Lars. I've got Perfect World by Huey Lewis, uh, All She Wrote by Eminem, and this Angel by Sarah McLaughlin. That's a hell of a mess, huh? But that was the three songs. So Perfect World, All She Wrote, and Angel. What's that telling you? What, what have we been talking about for the last 20 minutes? We're at a crossroads. We can either achieve a perfect world, or it's going to be all she wrote. So the, the angel would be maybe the uh, personification of what you were talking about, that spirit yes. to bring some, to, that brings us together, right? Someone that can straddle both worlds and talk to MAGA people and liberal people and make them understand that we're all Americans, right? We're all – here's an easy way to understand it. I went to a, a high school, and we had a rival high school in the town. And at the time, this rival high school, you, you know, you hated the other team from the high school because yeah, they weren't your high school and there were friendly rivalries and we wanted to beat them in every sport, whatever, whatever. Time goes by. 20, 30 years later, I'm in an airport and I meet a guy from that other high school. And now we're in New York City. And suddenly he and I are friends because, oh, we're from the same city. It's about perspective. Right. Right. People get into their little tribes, and I, I, I think this is the year, 2019, where people are going to realize that it's not – you, you got to change the definition of what tribe means to you. The tribe that we are is we're human beings on Earth, right? So if someone drops an atomic bomb in Korea or in San Francisco or someplace, we're all going to suffer. Right. Even if you're not in the blast zone, you're all going to suffer, and when people really understand that – things will change and i feel that we're going to bottom out this year and we will begin the climb back to uh an even greater and more harmonious world than we had before so we've got this incredible synergy going so far everything is absolutely flowing let's go over to jim now and jim what are your three songs and what are they adding to this conversation well when i heard that lars was coming back on the show i was i was intrigued we had a we lars we had a bro moment last time around Yes, we did. And I've been hearing the same three songs in my ears. I was riding the tractor yesterday. Mm-hmm. Riding the tractor. I feel like Green Acres. And I kept hearing Ahab the Arab. Then I heard the Four Seasons walked like a man. But then I heard the grainy voices. We are on the eve of destruction. Of destruction. Ahab the Arab, eve of destruction and walk like a man. Uh, yes, sir. 
that's a, a decidedly more pessimistic set of songs than what we've been talking about. I think what you're dialing into is the nadir, the bottom, which is going to happen sometime in the spring. I'm seeing March, early March, end of February, early March, where something is going to happen uh, that will that will make even the hardest core supporters of political vivisection realize that it's not worth it anymore. You know, it could be something in the Middle East. You know, there's 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 trouble there right now that seems to be self-made. Walk like a man. That's that's uh, macho posturing. Right. And then mm-hmm. uh, uh, eve of destruction. We're there. We are on the eve of destruction. And you know what? Rome was a fantastic civilization. It's gone. Ancient Greece, uh, the Mongols, China, Egypt, all those dynasties which left behind amazing artwork and amazing philosophy and amazing histories, they all crumbled. So there's no guarantee that America will survive forever. The only way it survives is if the people that make up America realize that it's worth fighting for. Could we have a situation where both sides think they're the good? We have that right now, right? But one has to be bad if the other one's good. Yes. I'm saying you have a half to have positive and a negative. Uh, But they're they're false positive and negatives. What's happening is in 1980 or 1981, President Reagan abolished what was called the Fairness Doctrine, which I'm sure you two are very well aware of. It used to be if you had a guest on your show talking about a topic, you had to have another guest on this show to to rebut it, a pro and con, so that in one place you would get to hear both sides of the story. Now, that's almost, you know, 40 years ago now. When there were three television networks and five or six radio stations in every city. So to get onto the airwaves, you had to go through a bunch of editors and a bunch of gatekeepers who said, you know what? You're too crazy. You're too stupid to be on the air. No, no. Okay, this guy makes sense. We're going to put him on the air. And on the other side, uh, we're going to put this guy on the air. And then they would discuss it. The issue now is there's an unlimited number of podcasts and television stations, and there are no gatekeepers anymore. So anyone like this this, this idiot, uh, Milo Yiannopoulos, uh, whatever his name is, uh, uh, the, the, the InfoWars guy, People understand that you motivate people with fear and hysteria. And if you don't have the moral compass to not spew all that crap over the airwaves, you're going to attract people because there's crazy people in the world. Now, back in the day, those people would not be able to be on the air without an opposing viewpoint on that channel to point out that, hey, Alex Jones, you're nuts. When you were on last time, you and I were talking and you said, you know, you didn't give me any songs or anything, but I'm getting this. I want to tell you this. You've had like this something stopping you, something holding you back. And in March, that's going to get out of the way and doors are going to open up and and you're going to make a big change in your life. And I just want to let you know, Lars, that you were very, very right about that, that the current position that I have coming to Iowa being with KBUR, which is where the show is now heard there as well. That opened up in March, and you predicted that as well. So, sir, you were 100% last time. Ah, that's good to hear. I don't understand how it works. Uh, I don't understand why it works. I just get, I, I, see, I hear these songs, and I see little movies in my head. And in your case, uh, we weren't even doing your songs, and I had this very strong feeling 
and uh, I'm glad it worked out for you. Plug where people can find your podcast and the fact that you're on WGN, even though we don't plug other radio stations normally. We're <laughs> going to do that anyway. Go. The best place to find me is uh, Psychic Circus is the name of the podcast on iTunes. And follow me on Instagram. It's uh, iTunes Psychic on Instagram. I try and put a lot of funny things on there and a lot of psychic things. And uh, I hope everyone has a great year. Uh, Jim and Steve, uh, great pleasure talking to you guys again this year. I, I hope we can do it every uh, December. Dr. Lars Dingman, the iTunes Psychic. Subscribe for free, iTunes Psychic, a top 10 iTunes podcast, and iTunes Psychic on Facebook.